0: What up? What up? What up? Strickley Podcast, man. It's episode number ninety-one. Um, been a couple weeks. Last episode we did the Thor Love and Thunder spoilers. Me, Nick, my dog, Jay Merritt. Um, this episode I invited another new face, new voice to uh, come and kick it with us. They. zeroed in on the topic, which is bad, like, consensusly. Like, the general public considers these bad movies, but we like them. And then another very familiar face returns. Melissa, Nick with us. We five deep this episode. Um, Theatrically, over the past couple weeks, we have had... Pause of Fury. What's what what's that shit called? The uh Vengeance of Hank or something like that. The so The Journey of Hank. I don't know. Some weak ass paramount movie. This past weekend, Nope from Jordan Peel came out. The gray man from the Russo Brothers is on Netflix. Upcoming. Between this and the next episode, we got DC League of Super Pets the rock kevin hart keanu reeves john krasinski doing voices and then the first weekend in august we got bullet train which looks incredibly fun prey the predator prequel um easter sunday which easter's in august but this movie's coming out in easter's in april but this movie's coming out on august that looks funny i wonder if my theater is gonna get it and then um Blu-ray and DVD releases over the past couple weeks we got some movies cause my stupid ass didn't have the site queued up so we got man off the top of my head I don't even remember what I bought um the 10th the 12th it looks like raging bull came out on 4K batwoman baby kids came out on on blu-ray some catalog stuff this past tuesday devil in a blue dress came out on criterion um Bob's Burger. Bob's Burgers came out incredibly fast. The physical media, the Bob's Burgers movie. Um The last uh season of Legends of Tomorrow came out, Yellow Jackets, the show from Showtime that I heard is good came out. I bought it. I'll watch it eventually. This upcoming Tuesday, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out, The Lost City, Sandra Bullock Tatum comes out. Um The next DC animated release, man, Green Lantern, Be Where My Power comes out. Excited for that one. There are a lot of additions to that Doctor Strange. Just putting it out there. The first Tuesday in August. It looks like... Heat is getting a 4K... It looks like. Wait, man, that's, that's I'm I'm one Tuesday ahead, so August second looks like a whole bunch of nothing. Maybe some re-releases, but yeah. Uh, the Arrow, the 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 boutique label Arrow is putting out flatliners, Blu-ray and 4K. But yeah, nothing nothing major. August second. I ain't gotta pre-order nothing. A win from my pockets. Um. Before I, uh, before I, I uh, switch up, and we we head to the the group panel. I just I just want to shout y'all out, man. I want to shout out the listeners. Um, Germany, Australia, UK, Canada. Y'all been listening on the uh, audio only, and then on YouTube. On, on YouTube shout out India shout out Indonesia and, and the US y'all y'all been watching it's appreciated it. so yeah man uh, I hope I hope y'all enjoy this conversation a lot of laughs coming uh, a lot a lot of bad bad movies coming um I want y'all participation too. like let us know what bad movies do you guys really enjoy even if you're embarrassed to admit it like this is a safe space to admit your your the movies that you enjoy, like like my man e sig says, man, you like what you like, there are no guilty pleasures uh and of course, I'm spitting in bars to close out. It's rec league hey we back uh two heads fatter than last time, um Nick Melissa, what up um we got a we got a, a stranger we haven't seen in a while. Sigmund Cinema, how you doing? Yo. And um <laughs> new season, new voice, new face, man. Um plug plug your shows, website, social media, introduce yourself, man. Is
1: that my cue? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: All right, cool. <laughs> what's going on everybody uh my name's joey i'm from the so is podcast just coming to hang out with you guys today talk a little bit uh about some nerdy stuff some movies some other things uh so is a podcast we are a it's like a conglomerate i guess you would say of uh cool stuff we've got our uh weekly podcast we've been doing it since 2014 and we were we got this crate it's a concept that no one's ever heard or seen before in podcasting it It's just so new and exciting. We had to jump on it. And it's me and my friends uh, review movies. So we just just had to get it out there. No one's ever done it before. Uh, Well, it was so long ago, maybe no one ever had. But uh, so, yeah, every week we review nerdy movies, you know, superheroes, sci-fi, horror, that type of stuff. Uh, We also have a YouTube channel. We're pumping out videos nonstop with uh, interviews, unboxings, all sorts of other stuff that goes with that and uh yeah i'm just
0: here to rock and roll banging out with you guys let's do it very dope very dope um yeah nick man you uh you kind of like had some like breaking not so breaking like you dropped something but it didn't break news like you was like going back and forth with the director of marcel De shell with shoes on
2: yeah i almost canceled my appearance today because <laughs> I'm, I'm very i'm very famous
0: Bro, I wouldn't even know if he didn't comment on my comment, I wouldn't even know. Like, did he like read my shit? Like, this dude was about to bootleg my movie. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was
2: so I told you as a as a compliment to the movie. I went and saw it. Marcel the Shell with shoes on, the movie. Opened wide. It finally came to my theater. I went and saw it last night. It's so good. I cried like a dweeb Like baby, I was in baby. there by myself. I was like, oh my god, this is so good. Anyway uh randy commented on it nice he, he was like i wanted to see this but it won't come to my theater i'm just like we'll buy it bootleg it do oh. whatever you gotta
0: do no that's a blind boy the uh
2: director of the movie who's in the movie it's kind of like a is
1: he the shell or is he the
2: shoes no he, it's it's kind of like a mock documentary style thing and he's the guy like filming uh. in the movie living in the house where the shell lives He also, I guess he co-created the concept and directed the movie. He commented and said, the short pump, we're always making fun. I go to the short pump Regal Theater. He said, short pump Regal, that was my go-to spot when I was in high school. I was like, what? So that's, but he said, also, please don't bootleg the movie. So I was (laughs) like, okay, I
0: promise we won't. I believe uh, Jenny Slate voices the show.
3: Yeah, because yeah. I saw her promoting it on
0: maybe Seth Meyers or something. She was on um, be, uh, Smartless talking couple. about it. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they co-created it,
2: and it's been around for years. This is just like the first time they've done a movie. It's so good. If anybody, it's like, what's something I can see that feels like a big hug?
0: <laughs> like not a just segue, but almost a segue. Like, should we like comment on him and ask him? Didn't he just get hired for like a Marvel show or a movie or something? Wow. I wanna say I've heard his name like for a show. I don't know which one though. What? I didn't know that. I, Maybe, know I might be thinking son. about somebody else. Maybe. Um oh, that's in the door. so I guess um Eric suggested we bring this up. The uh the monsters. Okay. It, like Rob Zombies directing the monsters. Like you assume Rob Zombie <laughs> doing a movie, it's gonna be like this huge, like theatrical thing. And and that shit's just going to Netflix, Universal like dumped it onto Blu-ray and not even like D V D or digital copy, just Blu ray? Sig, how do you that feel tried. about
4: that? Ooh, you mean the trailer or just
0: Did I watch the trailer?
4: Yeah. Did everybody see the trailer? The most recent of the monsters? Yeah, it looks bad. It looks yeah. it looks like a
1: porn parody. Um <laughs>
5: It, it
1: does. does it does. It yeah. looks like the same monster's
4: know. XXX. No, you know. Nick, Not you outed yourself. Those are like, but it does. But I guess yeah. Rob Zombie was trying to defend right. um a rumor came out that the budget was forty million dollars.
0: <laughs> and no. he came out to Yikes. defend that it wasn't. But
4: it still doesn't matter if the budget was one million dollars. It still looks off.
0: His fee must it's have like, been thirty five million.
4: Yeah, it's it <laughs> thirty nine point nine million yeah. for his pocket. And the rest of the- how
3: much did it cost? Did he um, say?
4: The, the real number is, is unknown because everybody thought it was forty. But like I said, even if it was, yeah, he's a good enough filmmaker. I mean, technically, like ugh, I don't know what the problem yeah. was, but it looks because it didn't even go to it's Universal Pictures movie, right? <laughs> Yeah, any they way, said that, that it, even go- it, was, it
1: was supposed to be a direct uh, video thing. It wasn't supposed There's to be no any way. big theatrical release, but man, it looks mm. bad. Um for me the big thrust was I wanted to see how this prolific horror director would handle comedy in a family movie. Like that was yeah. really where it was coming from for me, and I saw enough I saw all I needed to see in the three minute trailer. It looks like garbage. So, it's like you
0: know. after <laughs> after those two animated Adams family movies did decent business and Universal definitely wanted to compete with those. Um, Every single Rob Zombie movie, for better or worse, has a following. So there's no way this was just meant for Netflix and straight to Blu-ray.
2: No, like, nothing said that. Like, everything said coming 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 this year. And then it was, like, coming in September. And then it was like they put out the trailer, and nobody thought the trailer looked good, and then all of a sudden it was like, it was only ever Netflix. Posted for Netflix, guys. We didn't spend forty million on this, and it's like you might have you might have blown forty million. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, Direct like, to Redbox.
0: You let the I mean, director I'll hire his Netflix. wife and his regulars, and it looks like crap. Yeah. I'll
2: watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'm for not, sure. I, I won't say I'm excited. I know Rob Zombie loves the Munsters, like anyway, like as far back as you can go. Like he's always done Munster stuff and then like all of his movies like house of a thousand corpses they're sitting and watching the monsters yeah. movie stuff like so i don't think he's gonna like i don't think he's gonna blow it i'm not like if it's if there's like a problem i'm not like well rob zombie doesn't get the monsters i'm just like i don't know if universal or anybody like had enough faith in it to like really let it i don't know bloom is that the word that's not the word but yeah, it looks like a fan film, like something yeah. that some made like in their backyard.
0: I'll watch it. He didn't get and Eli Roth's like notes um, for uh house, house with the clock in its walls. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. And something <laughs> real noticeable about the trailer. Now, somebody brought this up. It's the perfect word seen the trailer. There's like, it looks like B B roll footage. There's no momentum. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, like there's no like plot. Indication, like it's just kind of like people talking. An hour and a half and A
0: goth party. Yeah,
2: I don't know.
4: And are y'all familiar with the
1: original monsters I am. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm old as dirt, so it used to be on TV all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Herman Munster, um I forget the actor. It was, was it um, um, Gwen, the guy from Pet yeah. Cemetery? Yes.
4: Yeah. And, is um, his name I don't remember. <laughs> so Rob Zombie's supposed boy. to be this big. Monsters fan and um, I forget his name he had as Herman Munster uh, um, kind of a deep voice and kind of like that just a little bit right
5: yeah
4: it's Fred Gwynn yeah Fred Gwynn there we go and the guy in the new movie it's an acting choice like greetings
3: from (laughs) Pennsylvania it's
4: just like why is he talking this high pitched voice it's like everything just doesn't Nothing meshes. Nothing matches. And there. It just looks bad. But anyway, moving on.
1: <laughs> well, the the funny thing about it being on Netflix is probably more people will watch it now than they would have if it was, had to go to the theater oh, to see course. it. of course. In seven that's years, there. it'll be
0: trending number one.
5: So that's I can uh, roll
1: over and, and hit play on my remote instead of having to leave the house. And, uh, you know, I'm right. definitely in. Uh, definitely in for Netflix. And that's another question.
4: Why Netflix and not Peacock, which is universal? Yeah. That's, that's always bad. the, the so money. Money. They just lost faith in
2: it and just sold it to Netflix. It'll do better on Netflix. Like that's what people are like. Peacock didn't want it. And I'm like, well, it'll do better on Netflix. Like more people will watch it on right. Netflix. And, yeah, you nor- know, like you just,
0: normies have Netflix. Netflix. Normies don't have Peacock. Right.
2: It, it, yeah. it's basically like if if they
1: spent what like three million on this and Netflix says we'll give you ten and everybody's paid right. and walk away, you know, because nobody it, was if, giving if, forty. I, I, yeah, honestly, I think like the big thrust for this is like, can we get it to be enough of a cult classic where we can sell Munsters merchandise with these actors and characters on it going forward? Then we're good. Otherwise, we'll throw it back in the dustbin and pull it out in five years and try again. They've been trying to remake the Munsters for a long time. There was a there was another one i think like 15 years ago like in the 90s this was oh god that's actually more than 15 <laughs> years ago isn't it um where it was oh in god. color there was one in color that they, they did they like really? monsters reborn or
5: they revenge were of all
1: monsters or, or
2: something
5: i don't, don't remember but it was disgusting. also terrible so.
2: they did one with jerry o'connell <laughs> yes where, remember that and like yeah weren't monsters but they were like the monsters but it was like him and Somebody that it was. Just yeah, like,
1: they they always they'll, they'll pull it out again. Franchises never die, so you
2: know. they need to bring back Casper the Friendly Ghost. did the <laughs> they?
1: Where's on? Christina Ricci these days? Get her out there. Yellow Jackets. That's true. Great show.
2: We spent way more time talking about the monsters than I thought we would. Here doing. come the monsters. <laughs> I didn't <them> even hey. know. <laughs> That's gross.
1: We don't even. We don't even get Eddie. We don't get uh, the hot chick that was their cousin. Like I don't know. Maybe that's for the sequel.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Um, Comic Con was this weekend. In my opinion, it was kind of like an underwhelming Comic Con. But I'm gonna start like Halloween ends. Drop the trailer. There was some Dungeons and Dragons stuff. There was DC news that we already knew about. I'm assuming they're saving like their Either big, you know, event announcements for Fandome or maybe after The Flash comes out. And then Marvel kind of like owned the whole weekend last night. Um, Nick, you want to start us off? What got you the most excited?
2: Um, the Walking Dead news was really exciting,
0: actually. Oh, I got I got a bone to pick with The Walking Dead news. They right. rene- they reneged on the Rick movies and I don't like it. That's true.
2: I knew back then that, like, that was, like, four years ago, and even then, it wasn't – it was starting to, like, feel like, well, they're not going to make Rick movies now, and that was, like, four years ago, and now it's been four years, and, like, there would have been no news. I was like, they're never making movies unless they make one that goes to Netflix,
0: like El Camino.
2: I was like, they aren't going to make, like, a series of Rick movies
0: But Andrew Lincoln's just been under a rock waiting for the the signal to go up. (laughs) Yeah,
2: but it was like he left the show because he wanted to. He was sick of like spending ninety percent of his life in Georgia when he lived in like London. And he was like, "My kids are there, and my wife is there, and I I don't want to live here like all the time." But like, (laughs) we've all just been waiting for him to come back. So the fact that they're getting a show, to me, is very exciting. It makes me like feel better about the show ending. Because I was like, how are they going to wrap up the show in eight more episodes?
0: But anyway, we don't have to talk about the Did one. Did they clean up the <laughs> whole um, Carol's not going to be in the Daryl show thing? Are they even still doing that show? I I think
2: it's just supposed to be a Daryl. It's like there's so many spinoffs coming. Like that is one. Megan and Maggie are getting their own show. <clears throat> Cause they weren't there. They They like made a little video saying that they're filming their own show. Then there's the Tales of the Walking Dead, which is like a little Ugh. anthology thing. It looks kind of cool.
0: Yeah, that sounds then cool. the
2: Walking Dead is still going on.
1: Yeah, I, and, I fell off after they, they killed – they didn't kill. Like they, they beat Negan. Like he cut his throat, right? That, that happened, yeah. right? Okay. And then yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I fell behind. I was trying to catch up. There was some episode where they are pulling a covered wagon through the museum or something, and I was like falling asleep. And I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I'm A done. I haven't watched off. it in years. So
2: A lot of people fell off after the Negan
1: yep. stuff. I, think, I think, think it was uh, All Out War it was, was, was so, it. so so All Out Bore. Uh, <laughs> it it looks like an episode of Police Squad. Again, to age myself, I'm sorry. I know you guys are all young and hip. But um, they were just people standing <laughs> no, within God. three feet of each other firing automatic <laughs> weapons and missing for 45 minutes. And there were, like, barely any zombies, and I was just like, why Why am I, like, I could feel my the cells in my body, like, dying, like, as I was watching this, and I was like, I'm gonna be, like, in my 80s, hopefully maybe even 90s, laying on the bed in the nursing home, and the light's gonna, like, appear above me, and God's gonna say, it's time, Joey, come home, and I'm gonna say, man, if only I had, like, 20-something more hours, and I didn't waste it watching Seasons of the Walking Dead, that sucked,
2: so... I, I, I just I let it go. I'm gonna yeah. die for having yeah. for having gone through the whole show to the end. <laughs> I'm gonna be stronger and better for it. And I'm excited. I'm I'm happy that, as I said, like Dana Guerrero had to stay. It was like The Rock like came into Comic Con, like he flew into San Diego and then like left. And like, she had to stay there like all weekend because she had to do walking dead and black panther yeah probably i love that for me
0: yeah i love that. but anyway Um, um halloween ends trailer we don't need another one perfect tease yeah it didn't show shit
2: really and i don't
0: need to know anything yeah although i've
2: i've were was it you guys that were talking about the synopsis that's
0: out there right after kills came out like Davey gordon green or somebody was like this is what happens this is what it takes place here this is what's going on this is what's impacting everything and it sounded dumb but i liked I that read, trailer
2: i read a synopsis like over the weekend that i also read and i was
5: like whose fault is that that's kind
2: of dumb <laughs> and i hope that i do hope that that's not it Based on the trailer, it doesn't look like that's it. No, because it's like, why? Like, what's the point? Like, why? What? What's the point of making a trilogy if you're gonna do what? Anyway, yeah, yeah. trailer was a lot of fun. I, I, yeah, I don't need another one. I don't need to be sold on anything else.
1: Well, it looked like it had what you want from Halloween, but you know, Halloween Kills was pretty bad. <laughs> um, we like to call yeah. it Halloween Kills. All my interest in the franchise. Um, and now we're moving on to Halloween, hopefully ends. Um, but I mean, how many, what, what is another, it's just like alien and Terminator and predator. Like what's another bad Halloween movie really mean at the end of the day? I mean, are, there's probably more bad ones than good ones at this point. At least we won't have uh Paul Rudd or <laughs> uh, Segway, Rob zombie, uh, coming in and, and ruining it anymore. So, I don't, it's not like I'm not going to go see it But you know Didn't really Knock my socks off or anything
2: Yeah that wasn't anything That made me like gasp Like oh my god But I was still I was like I was like yeah, yeah. I don't need anything else Yeah that's I, it I don't I'm need there. anything more uh... Yeah like It's like oh my god Michael Myers in it It's like duh Oh my god He's in the house Duh <laughs> Duh
1: uh... it's just like wow here here's jamie lee curtis again she's old michael myers is chasing her and they're gonna fight okay <laughs> like we knew that three movies ago
5: like they didn't what are we doing fight here?
1: the last he just different. really wants to stare out the window like just let him stare out the window like stop trying to stop him like just let him do it just wants that's all he wants hope that one lady carrying the iron in the background of uh halloween kills finally got to at least hit him with it or press his clothes so
0: that's pretty much about it uh before we move on to the the main topic um mcu like what was like the the announcement that excited you most and is the daredevil show being 18 episodes too many I think
2: so. Some people love long TV shows. I kind of like the short format. As long as there's something happening, I hate when TV shows drag. It's like the Lord of the Rings. That's what I'm afraid of. You got a little bit of butter and you got too much bread. Like, that's what he said. That's what I always (laughs) think. Like, we got 25 episodes to fill and we got about 10 episodes of plot.
1: Garrett, it depends on the story it just depends yeah. on the day. If they feel they have a story to tell that takes 18 episodes and it's good quality stuff and we're cranking along 18 episodes, weeks in a row fantastic
0: calling it born um, again is what it was what has everybody hype which but it's technically already did in season three so um <laughs> yeah
1: but you know those those olden days of 24 episode seasons when like the all the CW stuff, like, my God, I yeah. fell behind when I started... I started working third shift a few years ago, and I fell behind on all those shows. And the next thing I knew, I'm like, I I'm like never right going to have the time to sit down and watch uh, six seasons of The Flash that are all 25 episodes each. So, pff, well, I'm, I'm done. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Miss Marvel, for example, I really liked it, but it needed another two episodes.
5: See, I you know? like, yeah, I
1: agree. I hate the, I don't want to see a hard, like, must-be-six episodes or must-be-25, like, just as long as it's good that's all that matters it just has to be good yeah let's make it good that's all we care about
2: I think 10 episodes is kind of like good to me like the Stranger Things yeah. are all like 10 episodes and there really aren't that many episodes of Stranger Things there's really just like the one well, that they, well
1: this season they're all two hours long so
2: it's technically yeah. like or yeah, that's every episode was like three hours but there were only like yeah. six episodes right. but it's like like Game of Thrones Weren't they all like 10 episodes a season, maybe 12? And, like, there's really not that many Game of Thrones episodes that you think, like, oh, that one was a drag. That one was a filler episode.
1: Not filler, but there's certainly some bad ones. Oh,
2: on. Yeah, as it went along, there were certainly bad yeah. ones. But. Yeah, that's kind of the cap. But, like, even some shows struggle with that. Like, that, I watched started that Resident Evil show. I got two two episodes in, and I was like, I'm done. I can't imagine
5: (laughs) watching 10 episodes of this. I
2: was like, I'm done. I'm done. Life's too short. I'm done.
0: Eric? (laughs) Thunderbolts? Captain America 4? Blade? What you got? Black Panther trailer?
4: Now, I'm curious for um, uh, Ant-Man, actually, because that's supposed to introduce um, the Conqueror. And this is supposed to to take... Go into the big baddie of the, the new phase or whatever. Because what God. is it supposed to be? Four through six? Two Avenger
0: movies?
1: Yeah. They, yeah, I, I want to see them. I want to see him let Jonathan Majors just run wild. I and mean, the guy's yeah. a fantastic actor. So yeah. please don't waste him. <laughs> please, yes, please. Please don't
0: waste him.
4: I'm, I'm assuming but, uh, the Kang Dynasty is going to have a
0: cliffhanger that leads into Secret Wars. The. um... What's interesting
4: is everybody bashing. Um, there's a meme going around showing a poster of um, the MCU schedule, and you see the the little figure with the stick pointing poking at DC, saying "Do something." It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it is, is true.
5: Marvel to took their lunch,
1: lunch
3: man. Lunch. Mar- <laughs>
0: as soon Marvel as their lunch. as soon as DC came in and teased some stuff, we already knew it was coming. I told these guys, was all we need is a Blade release date, and Marvel wins." And within the yeah. first ten seconds, so what that's what we got. Did we
4: actually get from Marvel MCU, from Marvel Studios footage.
2: I mean, the thing is, like, everybody was like, "Oh wow!" Like, Marvel came and announced like eighty-five movies. They didn't really announce that many movies. They announced no. a couple things, like seven. But they really just kind of put dates on stuff, announced like the timeline, and like this is going to release here, and this is going to be here, You're right? That's all anybody is asking for. DC. Yeah,
4: and there you go, um, Nick. That's why I was. Um, that's why I was getting at. Yeah. Because even if everything isn't to the down to the detail planned out, they have an idea. They literally, like you said, have a timeline. Yeah. And DC is just uh, we'll see what happens.
2: They're like these, these are coming out this year. Yeah. And then they like
1: you know, Marvels are in the right. Yeah to to kind of do that too like they've earned the right what with, with quality products yeah. where they can say hey you know what one of our big movies of the year is fucking ant pardon my french fucking ant-man curse with, away uh M.O.D.O.K. and and you're like oh yeah that's gonna be awesome and then
4: dc still can't figure out how to put superman on the screen right. so and speaking of which joey tough you gotta give credit to the um to Dwayne Johnson because he tried. They were all over him. He, yeah, no, he he. I love I love the rug I have for a million years yeah. since he was
1: wrestling. Any even his terrible bad B movies. He was <laughs> in like Walking Tall, all that. So I love the guy. He gives a hundred percent. So I'm excited to see yeah. uh, Black Adam. I'm a DC fan and on yeah. uh, besides Marvel. You know, I'm not um it's, I'm not like console wars about it. Obviously, I like the Marvel movies better because they've been better quality. But I. You know, a, a really well done DC universe pushes Marvel to do better, just like they're pushing DC to try to up their games. So right. it, it's not it's not a thing where it, it's funny sometimes with you know DC floundering, but you, you don't want to see that. You know, we want to see quality right. and stuff coming out. And like yeah. I mean, the Black Panther trailer was probably the best for me. I was blown away. Yeah. I'm so excited. I know my co host. I had to check on him to make sure he was breathing after it (laughs) dropped in the in the poster and you know i know he's ready to run through a brick wall over it so uh i've already read all the spoilers for the movie so uh, they kind of line up with the trailer but i'm excited man i'm excited for black panther i want to see where they go with it and i want to see namor really bad yeah classic character looks like they're gonna do it justice but and (laughs) i mean there you go we're we're, we can't get superman and batman on the screen but we can get uh namor it's a guy in a a speedo and
2: we're yeah. excited about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, yeah I mean in, complain, instant emotion yeah, like the people yeah. that complain it's like I'm still like I don't know like I'm in my 30s but I'm still like look I think back to when I was like in high school middle school I thought Namor kicked ass like that was awesome like yeah. I used to read Namor I had a Namor action thing, and I was like it was like bewildering like I never would have thought like oh he'll be in a movie
1: like, I was just like, this is Namor. He's Aquaman, but, like, Marvel. Yeah, you know, I, I say like, it a ton on yeah, our podcast, yeah. and it's like, when I was a kid, so I'm old, again, going back to me being old. I'm old. When I was a kid, like, you didn't get any of this stuff. Like, you didn't get superhero <laughs> movies, nothing. You got the Hulk was Lou Ferrigno with green paint on and a shitty wig. Um, there was nothing, nothing like this happened. You know, Batman and Robin, the movie, which is terrible, um, they mentioned Superman, and that was like, yeah. oh my god, he said Superman in a Batman movie. So the idea, like my kids, to them it's like you know thirty-five movie, seven TV show interconnected Marvel universe is just just some normal thing that happens. <laughs> right. That's just that's just going to the movies. That's normal. They have no concept. I used to get a comic scene magazine, and in the back there was probably like seven or eight pages. It'll just list all the comics characters and. And what studios had the rights to them, probably like 90% of that, 95% of that stuff was never made. And if it was made, it was terrible. So, like, yeah. this is just the golden age of, of nerd stuff.
5: So it's great. Yeah, like, well, Most definitely. Really
2: Even in the 90s and 2000s, when they started making more, say, it was still like, here's Spawn. You're welcome. <laughs> and it was like, okay, I'll take that. And here's. The Fantastic Four with Jessica Alba. You're fucking well. <laughs> wow. It's
1: like Jessica Alba in spandex is a is a crowd oh, pleaser.
2: I'll take it. Shit, here's Ghost Rider. You're lucky <laughs> to have this. And right. Okay. We would get one. Well, I, was, like, I,
1: I like, always say that about Morbius. Like Morbius is terrible, but it it's not the worst movie ever made unless no, you haven't seen far. a lot of movies
2: it's on par with it, what used to come out all the
1: time right you could have walked out of the theater from seeing uh ben affleck daredevil right into the next theater and watch morbius and you wouldn't even have blinked yeah, outside yeah. of the after credit scene it, it'd be like morbius, the same you actually probably yeah. like like whoa those special effects were amazing i love morbius like that's probably what would have happened morbius
2: and blade trinity double feature and it would have been the exact same thing It would have been like wow What a great double feature Thank you so much yeah.
0: But y'all are like Y'all are queuing up The perfect segue Because yeah. those movies are shit But they That's have an right. audience And the way that The way I translated the conversation The way I sold it to everybody else Was like Consensously bad movies That we enjoy Cool It's actually really funny Because he
2: said Daredevil That's 100% on my list That's at the top Damn. of my list Nice. Just, I like Daredevil. Movies um, that I think are great that like people don't actually like. Yeah, I love Daredevil.
3: <laughs> um, so can does do you mind if I ask Joey? Um, this is your topic, and I was yeah. really excited about it. Do you want to give like a little intro so I can kind of nail down what you're looking for because? Randy told me bad movies we love. I don't know. Do you want to just
5: give a little...
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I've always been a connoisseur of bad movies uh, all the way back to me and my friends would go to the video store and and we'd walk right past the new releases and right into the dusty, dirty shelves in the back and just look for the worst movies we could find. And a lot of them just, like, stuck in our hearts. Like, movies we loved from a million years ago, you know, like Basket Case, for example. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just weird things like that. And then I, I always just love things where... They're just batshit insane, or just clearly they were never going to find an audience. But for some reason, they just stick in your heart somewhere. Um, again, a lot of for me was was growing up, and we had HBO, and, and some of these movies would just be on HBO nonstop, and and we they would just fall in love with them because you're like seven years old and you're watching like Grease two every forty five minutes, and you know, don't get it, you know, understand yeah, why sure. it's such a bad movie
3: for but, sure, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean,
1: any movies that are terrible consensus wise that you guys love i'd love to hear like you know what those movies are and hear your defense (laughs) hear your defense for them put your dukes up get it on
0: melissa (laughs) start us off
3: well well that's a lot no but um i told randy i you know i was turning the topic over in my mind because i was like man this is tough because in my opinion i think me randy nick for sure I don't think we really care what critics think, and mm-hmm. in terms of what we love or what we've always loved, that never even factored in. so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard for me to separate what's bad versus what I love it i'm the
1: same I'm the same way with you right there for something like like look at like a movie like Army of Darkness, for example. like I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It probably made three dollars and seventy five cents at the box office. So, you know, a lot of people make, it like, I always think of it like there's us, there's like our friends that are nerdy movie people. And then there's like my mom, like my mom would not watch Army of Darkness. (laughs) It's like my mom could not conceptualize. There's people
3: people that really care what the critics say, for example. Um, So the way that I finally nailed down this topic was to cross-reference what my favorite movies are with Rotten Tomatoes. All right. And I told Randy... I got shock after shock after shock because so many movies that I've accepted are great are actually not considered great. Like you said, <laughs> Grease two. I I'm not really I'm a Grease fanatic. The first one, Grease two. I don't know, but I but I would never diss it. But I have childhood movies like that where I was like, this is a fantastic movie. Let's look it up. And then you're like, holy shit, this was a bomb. Thirty three percent like it. It's yep. It, and just to go over some of the shocks I had. Some were not shocking, okay? <laughs> Billy Madison, Big Daddy, Ace Ventura. Those are all in my top ten. I'm not shocked. I knew those were not critical, <laughs> critically acclaimed. But then you get into shit like Home Alone 2. There's all these sequels that I thought were generally accepted as great that are not. So Mission Impossible 2. I know that's not a popular opinion. I love it. Ghostbusters 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, The Lost World. I love The Lost World. I thought that was a perfect movie. And to find out these are actually not critically acclaimed movies, it's shocking to me. And then random dramas, like, like, I love rom-coms and comedies, so most of my comedies and rom-coms are on this list. But random dramas, like The Pelican Brief, is not critically acclaimed. I was totally shocked by that. So, yeah, I have a lot of movies that apparently are not considered good movies. Um, that are on my absolute favorites list. And it's hard for me to answer this because I don't love these movies ironically. I just love them. Whereas, I've always used this as my perfect example. Sex in the City 2. That is objectively a horrible movie. I can't really (laughs) defend it, but I do love it and watch it. I think it's offensive. I think it's kind of racist. I have a lot I could say about it, but do I watch it every year? I do. So, that's my perfect example of a
0: a consensus bad movie. I love. There you go. All yeah. right, Eric, you said you had a whole ass list for this, so I want to know what that list is. Oh
4: no! And the interesting thing about um the uh, the critic statement is no, a critic doesn't make or break what I think about a movie whatsoever. I mean, for example, one of okay. the one person who's considered to be one of the greatest critics ever, Roger Ebert, didn't like Die Hard. Yeah, he was kind Die of a. Hater.
2: Like, What's that? He was kind of a hater. Like you read his like <laughs> negative reviews, he was just shit all over. Well, so he does have several books that are about the
3: movies he hates. Oh yeah. yeah, and
4: um, he he literally has a book called "I Hated 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 This Movie." Yeah,
3: <laughs> and it's interesting,
4: but yeah, it's it's weird how that works. But um, yeah, these critics are sometimes they get caught up in their ego and they <laughs> yes. not even being not even being objective or subjective, they just, look, I'm talking, so you're going to listen. But <laughs> but it's funny, um, Joey. you mentioned uh, Basket Case. Um, not only have I seen that movie, but I've actually met the director and conversed oh, with nice. him when he came to um, screening for his movie um, Brain Damage. And if uh, oh, yeah. y'all haven't seen that, I recommend it. But my first movie is from a wonderful movie studio in the 80s canon yes. called Masters of the Universe starring Dolph Lundgren hell yeah yeah! and we're talking about um, Marvel Studio stuff and they're famous for their post credit scenes this is the first movie, it's from 1987 that I remember having a post credit scene with Skeletor coming out of the, the pit and I'll be back Deborah, and- you, you gonna shatter
0: <laughs> so many teenagers like Glass of Marvel inventing some shit.
4: Oh, they think Marvel invented the, the fucking wheel. Yeah, pretty much. But no, Masters of the Universe. So Dolph Lundgren, in my opinion, has become a decent actor. He's probably not gonna win an Academy Award, but like out of the action guys, he has some decent dramatic range. Like, look at him in Universal Soldier, compared to Masters of the Universe. <laughs> And um, there's a story with Sylvester Stallone coming onto the set of Masters of the Universe and looking at Dolph Lundgren because they worked in Rocky IV. And he said to the director, y'all let them talk.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so it is so, so one of my favorite things about the movie is Frank Langella as Skeletor. Like, talking about... He didn't about, show um, up to just cash a paycheck. He, he oh, is... Man. He a hundred out of a
1: hundred. He loves it. every
4: moment that he is on screen. He's having a bomb. And he knows, it's frankly, he knows what kind of movie he's in. Mm-hmm. but And why not have fun with it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, it's actually not um, a boring movie to watch. The action scenes are pretty decent for a movie that had his budget cut at the last minute. But... Of course, it's a nostalgia childhood thing, but yeah, it's it's so corny it, from '80s point of view, and just uh, but yeah, if you sit down and watch it, you won't be disappointed that you did because you'll have a ball. At you know, some stuff is good, but most of the stuff is bad. <laughs> but anyway, uh, with a, yeah, with it, the young just, Courtney Cox, and oh one, yeah,
5: too,
4: so. and one of her um, <laughs> one of her first roles, Courtney Cox. That's right. And Mae Foster, back in her day, was uh, yeah. super gorgeous. Yeah, not kicking her out of bed for eating crackers. So, you know. <laughs> but anyway, it's <they're> crazy. Masters <laughs> of the Universe. Um, I don't know what else I could say about it. Yeah, it's it's objectively not a bad. I mean, not a good movie. It's bad. No, <laughs> like, and, and and a nuclear box office bomb
1: that helped destroy the Masters of the Universe franchise. But yeah. I still, I also love it. I saw it in the movie theater. Uh, it's great. It's, it's really bad though. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not good. I feel one of those movies where I think about going back in time and like seeing it, where I made my parents like go see it with me, and I wonder like what were they thinking like halfway through this yeah. movie, they are being forced
4: and, to watch. And you know what's yeah. hilarious? I've
3: been there.
4: I brought up um. I brought up Roger Ebert, right? Yeah. So a year later, he would hate Die Hard. He gave Masters of the Universe a positive review. Damn. <laughs> so that goes to show you about the critics, man. It's it's whatever. But yeah, he's masses better that's
5: mood
0: that day. Movie. I guess. Nice. Yeah. Damn, Joey Man, what you got yeah. on your list?
1: All right. Well, my first one. Um, maybe you guys have seen it. Maybe you haven't. It's a nuclear box office bomb from 2001, <laughs> uh, starring Chris Rock. Go ahead. And uh, it's called uh, Pootie Tang. Um, have, you, have any of <laughs> you guys more- seen this
2: movie? I think once. I should have that on my list. I love Pootie yeah. Tang.
1: Um, it, it's nuts and I just remember it was all over MTV they had uh, commercials non-stop for it they had a uh, music video and I can't remember the name of the band and I had it written down it was uh, 702 sorry it was the uh, singing group wow. that performed Seven O
5: Two. that's uh, an
1: arrow and it's just nuts the movie is just nuts it's supposed to be a parody of exploitation films it takes me back but to it, high school it, kind of isn't like black yeah. dynamite if you've ever seen that like does it fantastic and it's perfect and undercover it's brother uh, right the <laughs> undercover brother yeah this is just bad yeah. it's nuts and the studio pulled it away from Louis ck who wrote and directed it and recut the whole thing and like so much of the movie has uh narration which is hilarious to me because it's almost like they had to go back in and say if we don't add this part where so-and-so explains to you what the fuck is going on in this movie, it, it's not going to be watchable at all. And it, it's it's hilarious. And to this day, I still laugh about it. I just watched it a few days ago, and I still find things that are funny about it, uh, you know, that I didn't notice the first time. You know, his dad gets killed by a gorilla. Um, at, at work. And then they're like, it's only the third time this has happened at this steel mill. And I, I'd never caught that before. And I thought it was hilarious <laughs> when his mom, when his mom dies, like his big, they have the show, the family dinner and there's a big feast they're all eating. And then his mom gets killed. And the next, the next scene is just him and his dad and they're just eating cereal. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, little, little things like that. You don't notice the yeah. first time, but it, it's, it's nuts it's not something you're gonna pull out uh, on your first date or show to like normal people you work with uh, but to me it, it's absolutely hilarious and it's so bad and it's so great so that that's that's right up there one it's honestly it's probably my top 20 movies of all time period not just bad movies I just everything about it the concept the insanity the the idea of people walking in off the street and saying I really want to check out this movie with Chris Rock and <laughs> this is what they got in the theater it's just perfect wow I, tang
3: i, I haven't back, seen but it but it reminds me of don't be a menace to south central while drinking your juice hood or whatever the title is i i grew up with that movie which is yep. a parody of all those 90s hood movies obviously i haven't even mm. seen a lot of those that it was parodying but i grew up with that parody <laughs> right yeah, i saw so, that like, in
1: theater that is uh that is a good one that is we a good thought video that was
3: hilarious and like don't I've seen much it more so many coherent times. than thing and it's like i don't even know what it's making fun of but i think it's so funny <laughs> that's actually not critically acclaimed either it's like well, shockingly, shockingly when things are parodies these critics they don't understand the source material i say this all yeah. the time about adaptations of books it, they obviously haven't read the book and it's like, yeah, they're critics, they're allowed to review it and whatever, but at least say you have no idea what you're reviewing because you don't and so many good adaptations of movies are considered shit movies because they yep. just haven't, like Roger Ebert or whoever didn't read what it's based on or they don't know what it's parodying and man, I, stuff like that just drives me crazy
0: What you got, now
4: Also, um, the problem with that and the movie the studio itself don't know Don't understand what the filmmaker is doing. Like it happened with Half Baked, too. They snatched the movie away, and edited, and you can tell that the better movie is in there somewhere. Right. You can't
1: tell the better movie is in there with Booty (laughs) Tank. That's
3: a perfect example of a well loved movie that could maybe use some work, but yeah, I totally get what you're saying.
4: Yeah, and it's crazy. They, like, yeah, there's. The studio just didn't know, but yeah, Pootie Tang is is hilarious, <laughs> and for those even are familiar with who, who, where Pootie Tang came from, the Chris Rock show on HBO. Yep, and, and especially if you like that um, as source material, yeah, that's the that's the main reason I knew about it. Um, I didn't see it in theaters, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, Pootie Tang is. <laughs>
5: Twenty nine percent
4: on Rotten Tomatoes. So.
2: Yeah, that that registers to me as like a a very good movie. Like to me, it's a genuinely hilarious movie. Like, I always yeah. hear that it's people so, love like, it. I feel like it needs like a reevaluation from like modern critics. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, he's standing out on the curb. And he's, like, a little, like, eight-year-old. She's like, Pootie, take your shit, Pooty." And she's throwing, like, toys out the window, like, a big wheel. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, it, start, it starts with clothes, and then it's, like, teddy bears, and then, like, yeah. a tricycle. Like like,
2: yeah. There's
1: a and it's lot like, of really subtle, funny things in that
2: movie. I'm glad that I didn't think of that, because, yeah, I think that's, like, that. that's, <laughs> like, a movie in my head. Like, I'm like, dude, Pootie Tang is there. stare.
0: <laughs> so what'd you write down, though?
3: Nick, yeah.
2: So like, only one movie like really came to my head like immediately that i like when it came out i thought it was like the best movie of all time but it probably (laughs) has like five percent on rotten tomatoes uh saving silverman if if anybody's seen that's
3: a great i I know know this movie well
2: (laughs) it's like 20 years old not really a classic it could be in my opinion like to me like this was one of the first times I remember seeing Jack Black in, like, a like a prominent role yeah. uh, where he was, like, funny. Yeah. Um, I was maybe 11 or 12 when it came out. Like, I wasn't very old, but I was old enough. I was like, kind of the audience for the movie, really. It was, like, PG-13. I remember watching yes. it on HBO and, like, rolling laughing at it. <laughs> I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen, I think. Like, this is comedy in its purest... Before. Like this is the funniest movie ever and it's not and like I watched it probably like two three years ago it had been like a while since I'd seen it but I was like oh this is stupid like I was just watching like oh this is aged like milk no. like this is dumb like milk but it is very funny and it's a movie that like I watched a lot when I was young and like I watched it to my, my sister and like we'll still quote it and that uh, it's like one of those things like I'll quote it and people will just look at me like the? Are you talking about? I'm like, oh, it's Saving Silverman. Everybody doesn't know that movie. Oh, that's weird.
0: The only thing that I'll occasionally pull to quote from Saving Silverman is Steve's on. Come on, come on, come on, come <laughs> on. I
3: love both of those guys. I was never a big fan of the movie, but I love both of those guys. I
2: just oh. and like, yeah, it's not a good movie. Like, if I watched it today for the I first time, I love
3: Amanda P too. But she's so beautiful. Is
2: so good. Yeah, like Amanda P She's
3: so is hot in that so movie. Yes. Yeah. She's,
2: like i get it i like, mean she's like such a bitch but it's like you did it it's like well look she's so hot and steve zahn and john black are like like you said like money a hundred percent they read the script right. and were like, this is great we're You're gonna right. <laughs> the funniest performances ever and it's, super cool. and it's so funny but like it's really not but that was the first one that came to my mind where i was like I'll never call that a bad movie because, like, in my head, when I was like 12, I thought it was the Godfather. Like, I was like, this is my favorite movie of all time. I would watch it. This is back, you know, this is before digital cable or anything like that. Like, you had to, like, turn on HBO or whatever and hope it would be on there. And it would be yeah. like, coming up tonight at eight o'clock. I'm like, all right, I just got to be back here in eight hours. And I eventually bought it, like, with my own money and watched it a hundred times. I've never seen the R-rated version. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is an R-rated version that's like very popular on DVD. I've never seen it. I've only ever seen the regular version, but the regular version is funny. I feel like if it was R-rated, it'd be like the dumb and dumber, like the unrated cut that was like unnecessary. It would be like, oh, I'm just <laughs> adding
1: it. You, you might not it. even like the unrated one. It's like when you yeah. learn all the lyrics okay. to the song, it's the clean radio version, and then you buy the album, yeah. and you're just like, "Wait, what happened? Uh, what's
5: My going mom on?" Did that?
2: Remember <laughs> the song? It's been a while. By Stain. Yes. Remember that song? Yep. Song but It was like 20 years ago. My mom thought that was the best song in the world, and she went to Target and bought the CD. And like, the CD is all curse words, and like that song has a bunch of curse words. In it. She gave me the CD. She was like, not want this?" I was like, "I don't want it either." <laughs>
5: Nice the Wal- couch
1: Walmart couch. used to only sell clean CDs so I remember we had uh, Ice Cube Kill at Will and we had that and then you go to Walmart and it was just called At Will and it had yeah. a picture <laughs> of his face close up but, it, it, but we had to buy that one because they had different songs on it so we had to make yeah. sure we had the full discography in the and used days to work before uh, YouTube and stuff.
2: Yeah, I used to work there, and Green Day refused <laughs> to sell their albums there. And I would be like, oh, well, no. I'm going
5: to
2: buy this new fucking CD, and I would have to go somewhere else. These are first world problems, but it was a problem.
0: I think, I want to say I saw Saving Silver in the theater. Like, I was visiting my grandma. She's already in a small town in Indiana, and there was, like, a little rinky-dink, like, three-screen theater we'd seen one movie and it was that or Dude Where's My Car and she just did not want to watch Dude Where's My Car.
2: Could also be on this
0: list. Uh, an Very objectively
2: much... bad movie that is funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it's not as good as Saving Silverman. Like, are you shitting me? And it's probably got a higher Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and it's more considered like, I don't know if I'd call it a classic, but it is kind of like people talk, reference that movie. Oh, for
3: sure.
2: A, like, yeah. It's not as good as Saving Silverman or Pootie Tank.
3: Um, when, when James, is it James Caan? I don't want to say the, it the wrong way. James Kahn passed away. Um, mm-hmm. Nick posted about Mickey Blue Eyes. And to me, that's another example I always bring up because I never rate this movie higher than like 2.5. I don't know what you guys think. Nick probably thinks higher. But I watch it all the time. It like relaxes me. It's I have so many movies like that that I don't think are that good. But I'm always like, damn it, I want to watch Mickey Blue Eyes again. And I Let
2: think Nick was saying something similar. I remember renting that. We used to rent movies, like, every week. We would rent stacks of movies, and I would watch them with my parents.
3: Yeah, and, we yeah, know. That
2: was just one of them. Like, we rented, and, like, the part where he was, it's Hugh Grant, and he's trying to speak
5: Yes, like,
2: with the Italian, like, the inflection, and he's so <laughs> bad at it. And it's so funny. And We would yes. see, laugh, laugh and laugh. And you say, it's like you said, it's like obviously every person that watched this thought this was as funny as I did, right? <laughs> and then you look, and it's like 30%. It's like, you mean 30% of all critics thought this was funny? Let me <laughs> see. It's, it's not
3: right. He says, like, get the hell out of here.
2: <laughs> he's like, what do you want to stick And he's like, rah. She's like, ramp. <laughs> She's like, raw? And it's, it's so funny, I was like, so like, all it really takes is somebody giving 100% when they really could have just cashed the paycheck
5: and yeah, done it. Yeah, it's
3: just silly fun.
5: You no, yeah.
3: and critics don't like that, but it's just silly fun. Like, critics when you want to relax, you're not going to throw on, like, you know, I don't know, Pulp Fiction. I, I'm sure you guys do, but yeah, when yeah. I want to relax, it's going to be like Mickey not.
0: Blue Eyes, you know? When I get to scroll, where's, where's Interstellar? You see... <laughs> Dude, dude Wears My Car on Rotten Tomatoes, seventeen percent on the tomato meter, forty seven audience score. Uh,
3: I think I just checked Mickey Blue Eyes and it's forty five. I wanted to make sure that I was right. So
0: saving yeah. Silverman, nineteen percent, fifty one percent audience score. Saving Silverman uh, yeah, is right. better.
3: Yeah.
2: I would have thought Saving Silverman was in like the single because I remember like
3: I like some of those too. Which
2: is great. I remember in like 2004, my mom got me a subscription to Entertainment Weekly, and I would get them every week, and I be- just became obsessed. Like I was like, dude, this is so fun. I love reading their reviews. So I went online once I eventually like, got a computer around that time, and like I would look up their old reviews. You can't even do that anymore. But I would look up and see, like, well, what did they give? And I remember they gave Saving Silverman an F. And I think that was like, For fun. Yeah. I was like, What? F? Not even, like, a D? <laughs> I Red, and they was just like, it's stupid. At least a D's it's passing.
3: It's, it's experiences like this, Nick, that made us ignore <laughs> reviews from a certain age, I think, because... Like, what do you mean Billy Madison is not a 100% on Ron Tomatoes? Like, yeah. fuck all you guys. Yeah. I have my own ideas, you know. If... And my I like my university roommate... Like, Big Daddy is in my top 10. Big my university great. roommate would always make fun. Like, we're still best friends. She would always make fun of me for that. She's like, okay, Big Daddy. To you, cinematic excellence is Big Daddy. It's like, yes, that's exactly right. (laughs) Like, still to this day, you know?
0: If we didn't have that Morbius uh, Daredevil segue, I was literally going to say who wants to throw a dart and hit an Adam Sandler movie.
3: Well, yeah. Uh Happy Happy Gilmore is a ripe tomato or whatever you call it, but the other ones, no. So, I was a little surprised, but
2: like my favorite Adam Sandler movie, like I'll say, it's the Wedding Singer. Like it just yeah, far foreign away. But I think that might
3: be a critically acclaimed one.
2: There. But like what I'm saying, like that's a positive. It's probably in the 60s or 70s or around. Yeah, 20s. yeah. I'm like in the big picture, that is it that much better than Big Daddy? Right.
5: Know, like,
2: no, like or like the Water Boy to me is like one of his funniest movies. I'm like, is it really that much better than the Water Boy? Yeah, know. exactly.
3: I don't know
0: Crit- critics just watch yeah. a movie like this isn't getting Oscar nominations, so it's bad.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Like evaluate a comedy for what it oh, one of the most shocking, Step Brothers. I thought Step Brothers was a critically acclaimed movie. I just thought it was because so many, I guess, famous people talk about it as a reference, like Sophia Coppola or I think, or, or who is it? Uh, was it Jared Leto? Well, anyways, famous people always say Step Brothers is like their favorite movie. So I just assumed it was critically acclaimed because everyone likes Step Brothers. It's not. It's fucking shocking. When you watch Step Brothers, what are you expecting? Are you expecting like Chewbacca Cinderella masks. Man? Like, what yeah. What are you expecting? Is like, Step I, Brothers I, rotten? Yes, it is.
2: It is. I think it's
3: in like the 50s. It it's I shocking. Just, that was I'm the most shocking.
2: Theater and thinking like, it was good. I was like, well, that wasn't as good as Anchorman or Tyler. And like at that exact, like that time, that was summer 2008. Like when it was in theaters, it really wasn't like, people didn't really talk about it. Like they weren't like, it was like, yeah, it's funny. And then it was by the time it came out on DVD. And then like when it was on TV, it was the same thing kind of happened with Elf. Like Elf did well, but by the time it had been out for like two years, all of a sudden it was like everybody's favorite Christmas yeah. movie. Oh my god. Yeah. I think that's gonna happen with Step Brothers. Like over time everybody was like, This is the funniest movie I've ever seen. I've only ever seen five movies. But this is <laughs> 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 All
0: right, um let's take a break and I'll come back and do my pick. Um kicking off the second half. I like I've gotten to the habit of like setting up my letterbox favorites to like be the theme of the next episode. So like I can pick one of these four. One of them is like a group of movies, so I'll save that for like my next pick because that's probably all I have time for. I'm gonna stick with like Nick's like early two thousands comedy theme, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Forty Days and Forty Nights, like one of them like American Pie baby sex comedies. It's yeah. bad, but I enjoy it. Like Josh Hartnett giving up like sex for Lent. And Shannon Sosman, and um, who's the chick he was trying to get over? I'm blanking on her name. But then, Adam. everybody like gets word of what he's trying to do, and they try to sabotage him, and like that's where the humor ensues. Yeah. It's again not good, but I enjoy it.
5: I think
2: that's we <laughs> were all like kind of the age. Like we were like the people they were selling that to. It was like here, watch this.
0: That's what I'm saying. You're all
2: like yeah.
5: corrupt your brain.
2: It's like, yeah, it didn't matter if it was bad. It was like oh, oops. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it's like oh, they're doing stuff.
1: It's not as good as. I've never seen that movie, so maybe I'll add it to the list. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
5: I mean, yeah. it was like I really
3: popular
5: when it came out,
2: or it seemed popular when it came out. Yeah, like so you
3: know, he he was so cute and he kind of didn't really go anywhere, you know. It was like Hollywood homicide.
1: <laughs> Pearl Hardman. Did uh, didn't he marry uh Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas or No,
3: something? that's Josh James. Well, yeah. Uh,
1: it's
0: the same it's not the same person.
3: Oh, it's right, well, it's not. <laughs> like
0: take out maybe the faculty which I think is like legit good, like Josh Hartnett's whole filmography is bad movies that you might like.
3: I was gonna say, like Steve Zahn, he is so talented, but he had a run of those ridiculous comedies in the two thousands. Remember Na- uh, National Security? Yeah, right. Yeah, Strange Wilderness. I'm, like, I'm a, I'm a oh. fan of Stan, as you guys know. There's this terrible, no, I won't say terrible. This there's mediocre movie called Management they did together. I don't know what what she was thinking. He was in so many of those and now he finally has that show on HBO, so I guess good for him White Lotus. But he had the weirdest career up until that point, And he is nice. he's so talented. Let me just check because uh yes, Daddy Daycare is not critically acclaimed. That's one of my favorites and he's in that so
4: <laughs> and Steve Zahn was actually in a decent movie in two thousand one, which wasn't a comedy with Paul Walker.
5: Joyride. I'm called Joyride
4: Joyride. Um, Joyride is amazing And that movie doesn't get talked about enough But yeah Steve's on, yeah, I'm glad he's getting his um, um, His flat the business. Finally,
3: list. yeah <laughs> After <laughs> like, <laughs> how many years in the business? 30, right? right. At least, because he was on I'm Friends
2: yeah. He was like Oscar worthy In the movie uh, Rescue Dawn With Christian Bale Have you ever seen Rescue Dawn? No uh, yeah. I've never seen uh, like was going to get awards plus for that movie, he didn't. Like he—he re- he is that talented. So I totally agree. Like, he's so good in this. I hope they remember this movie, and like they just didn't. I think yeah. came out in the summer.
0: He was a scene stealer in War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah.
3: Maybe hey. this is why he got picked for this show, or I don't know if he auditioned or what. But good for him. He finally
4: has a. So Randy, Sub dude? Uh, what's your movie? Forty Days, Forty Nights. Yes. And somebody brings up an interesting discussion about that movie and what
0: happens to him. Oh no! It, yeah, it definitely happens, and <laughs> it's it's quite. <laughs> <Melissa>. <laughs> I don't know
4: if you want to say you it. can't say certain words on YouTube, but <laughs> I mean, but that's what happened, right?
0: Yeah, he was, it was against his will. Yeah he he was like confined or restricted or whatever, uh,
3: and okay, now I know it.
0: Yeah, um, and and she came in, and he was saying no, and yes, it definitely went down.
3: Oh my god! Yeah. And it really not get really talked about. Funny. I mean, because yeah, it was twenty years ago, right? Yeah, twenty years
2: ago,
0: it was like uh, yeah. Well, it, it was a guy, so it's funnier yeah. something. Yeah, that that's fucked
3: up. I forgot about that because. I do have an old review of that somewhere,
4: and I was just like, this movie's okay. But I don't even remember. That's crazy. Yeah, and that was his. The
2: character was his ex and came in. You look at um, at old school. You look at old school when Luke Wilson wakes up with, uh, what's her name, Alicia Cuthbert.
3: Yeah.
2: And she's like underage, and it's like a joke.
3: Yeah. Yes. I know exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you you should. And it's like, uh, call the cops. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i was hearing josh hartnett uh you were saying like, i heard he turned down like every superhero role back yeah wow. the- he was offered spider-man he was offered superman
0: i remember he, that yeah,
2: he said he just wasn't Heath ledger uh said he kind of did the same thing <clears throat>
3: yeah. that's that's
4: but- a lot more believable <laughs> the- <laughs> and lot josh, of- was, josh
3: was kind of hot for a second and then
4: Yeah, Yeah. and there was a period in like his first four or five movies where he didn't comb his hair. Yeah, LL Cool J even point LL Cool. That was an ad lib. I don't know if y'all remember that scene. And comb comb your hair, hair.
5: Halloween H2O.
4: Halloween H2O. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm.
0: That was his first movie, though.
4: Yeah, Yeah. and then the faculty, and then um, yeah, that's right.
3: The per- LL is an underrated actor because Deep Blue Sea another perfect example LL Coolidge is ama- amazing in that movie like I don't know if I I really enjoyed it and I heard it after so much hype <laughs> like this is the greatest cult movie whatever and I enjoyed it and it was funny but I can get why critics didn't
5: like
3: yeah. it. <laughs> but I liked that's it I mean cool. that's my speed you know I don't like I don't like seeing gory shit it was funny it was like funny gory shit
5: Mm-hmm.
2: the time I mentioned was like me. 90s blockbuster type movies <laughs> not that I think that they're good but like yeah. you know, I was young when Godzilla came out the 90s one so I didn't care Gross. like I was like I'm just watching this to see if Godzilla destroys this city and he <laughs> totally does like, <laughs> like I don't know if you've seen it he totally just rampages the city so I was like 7 8 and I was like all right that was fine and then you get older it's like i remember thinking batman and robin was fine when i was seven it was fine it wasn't <laughs> great but it was fine you were literally like the that.
0: key demographic and yeah people are
2: like that was the worst movie ever and i was like was it really <laughs> like have you ever seen and you a said
4: movie? um godzilla you were seven i bet that the godzilla you went and ran to the restaurant that was uh promoting it they got the meal, right?
0: Taco, Taco Bell? Taco Bell. Taco Bell.
2: And I had the toy, and I had a beach towel from the Godzilla. <laughs> uh, like,
0: oh. That and shit it, even got its own cartoon. It did, <laughs> and it was yeah. fun. Like,
2: it was fun. As, like, an eight-year-old, I was like, this is fine. Lost in Space. That I movie mean, sucked. But, like, it came out, I was, I was like, this is fine this is entertainment this is fine I remember like this is kind of ass ass. like this is stupid how did did somebody watch this and think alright cut print but like at the time so it's, it's hard to like there's only so many but like I recognize that those are bad now whereas like when Saving Silverman comes out it was like impossible I was like there's no fucking way everyone doesn't love this movie and then you look, and it, it's like the narrator. It's like that was not the case, <laughs> no,
0: Morgan Freeman. that
3: I thought that were good in childhood, and they still, I still think they're good, but they're not considered good. Like I'm a bit older than Nick, so mine. I've talked about them before, but like my stepmother is an alien. I still think Uh-oh. that's good. And then um, Ladybugs. I still think that's good. Like huh. I don't think these are bad. I still, they, I still get why I liked them when I was a kid because I've watched them recently, and I'm like, these are still funny. I don't understand the problem, but hey.
2: You know. yeah. It's like you said, Home Alone Two.
3: That shocked me.
0: Home, it's impossible. For Home I'm Alone like, Two this is this amazing. Is I'm, amazing. I'm sorry. Well, it's, it's
3: better than that's Home Alone Three, Four, Five, shocked, five Six. So. That shocked the hell. And of Home me Sweet Home Alone. What I think critics are doing are just seeing this is a sequel. I'm going to rate it bad. Yeah. Because so many sequels that I'm like, wait a minute, everyone considers these good sequels are, are considered bad on Rotten Tomatoes. Like that. That Home Alone Two was the most shocking one to me i thought it was understood that that was a classic like that's really
2: weird i thought of that and then that's where i made this list and i thought i'm kind of that way with a lot of christmas movies Mm. like not that i think that they're great but i do tend to watch them at christmas of course yeah Like, all the way is a movie that a lot of people watch at christmas and that's dog shit. Like, that's not a good movie at all. We will not
0: be slandering Jingle All the Way.
3: I also think it's dog shit. I'm
2: sorry. Right? Yeah, like, I love Jingle All the Way. How like, do I hang up
0: on individuals? Like,
2: and it's funny. And I watch it now, and I'm like, this is funny. But it's mostly funny because I watched it for, like, 15 years before anybody told me it was not good. Like, it yeah. was like, oh, that, that's shit. And I'm like, wait,
0: that shit? I've randomly told my wife like three times over the past couple weeks, and don't forget, you're my number one customer. <laughs> <laughs> I
5: that
2: I probably quote that more than any Arnold movie, like in the Arnold like you tell daddy to put lights on a house. Like I'll just I'll do like the most random fucking line.
0: Put the cookie down. Yeah, yeah, that put
4: that cookie movie. down.
3: <laughs> yeah, people love that movie. I, I admit it. What? Not me. I love it every Christmas
5: predator like, predator
2: quotes the are coming soon
5: uh,
2: like the santa claus sequels gross nobody likes those to me they're fine like i'm like dude it's something to put on at christmas
0: i might I have to sit two, through them before the disney plus show i think two is good like to me two is like a pretty good movie Three yeah. is kind of yeah three's like, trash
2: martin schwartz in it like martin schwartz Giving fifty percent is still funnier
0: than. Yeah, (laughs) he's a
3: genius. He's He's been giving
0: one hundred and ten percent on Hulu the past two years.
3: Yeah, he's
0: a genius. So I'm like, it's worth putting on
2: at Christmas time. I'm the same way, like Christmas with the cranks. Shit, admit that you like
0: deck the halls.
2: deck the halls is my line. Deck the halls is so trash. That's my line. Uh, incestually lusting after your own
0: daughters is uh, Dick the Hall is so yeah. trash
3: I'm gonna add it to do not watch right. please <laughs> I, you know, for, you know four, thought, four Christmases is like um, not a good movie but I like, I like I watching it every hilarious. it's already become a comfort movie and it's like I just yes. started watching it a few
2: years ago to me that's unskippable at Christmas time yeah. Yeah. to me yeah. it's hilarious we quote it again it's a movie uh, just friends with Ryan Reynolds I don't think that's Considered a bad movie, but it's not well loved. Like, people don't love it. My sister and I will quote Just Friends like nonstop. Like, we think it's the funniest movie. So, I think it's just Christmas stuff. Like, Surviving Christmas with Ben Affleck, not good at all, but it's fine to me. Like, I'm like, dude, this is funny. But Deck No, you were right. Just Friends is not critically acclaimed.
3: Perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. I always hear, pe- I actually do hear people like
2: it, but maybe that's just my brother. It is. could be. Like, to me, I'm like, Anna Anna Ferris is hysterical and just friend. Like yeah. that might be her best performance in anything ever.
0: They, during the, the holiday like, seasons, I think a lot of bad movies get passes because of the time of the year.
2: Yeah, for me. Yeah. For me specifically. Like I'm like Christmas with the cranks. I
3: this always is- say that's a good moneymaker, like make a Christmas song or a movie and you know, people yeah. will like you know. Residuals. No what. It's true.
0: So, uh, keeping keeping the uh, around the panel thing going though, Nick Hush. Uh, Melissa, you're up. Unless Home Alone Two was your pick.
3: I'm I'm up. Okay. Um. I mean, just at, like um, so many comedies, I like. You guys know how I feel about semi pro. Like I, I I like Will Ferrell. He can do no wrong. Almost. Um. I love the Fifty Shades series. I know a lot of men do not a lot of critics do not like Mm -hmm. people will log on letterbox to log the third movie and say the series is horrible why are you even watching it why are you even reviewing it why are you even rating it It, it's not you. like i don't understand people who hate things so much i would never log on to morbius and talk about it like i've never why would i but anyways i could go on all day but a, again a lot of Mormon things for time. women a lot of things based on books critics will just automatically say it's done. like the girl on the train that's a good book that's a good movie that's a good performance like emily blunt was nominated for a seg she should have been nominated for the oscar and that's not critically claimed like these critics are insane to me like i'm sorry it stars a woman and you're so disgusted like that's the only thing i can think of because i don't understand like it, it, it makes me mad for days so yeah i could go on forever but a lot of movies starring women, a lot of movies starring black people are not critically claimed that are among my favorites, and it drives me insane.
2: So, I, I love that. Art. Like, I'll do that. I'm like, sorry, it's not the man on the train. If like
3: I'm <laughs> <large> <laughs> an alcoholic man on the train, it would be rated 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's an alcoholic woman, God forbid. Like, yeah. I came out of that being like, Tate Taylor is a genius, and nobody agreed with me. But I read the book and he did a great job, you know, respecting that book. So that's why I get so upset. I don't understand where these reviews come from, you know. Drives
0: e- me crazy. Eric, what you got? Is drive me crazy <laughs> your pick?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh the June Hart. Drive me crazy. She oh, uh, no. drives me crazy.
0: I got a thing for uh, you
1: know, soft sixes with a lazy eye, so you know.
5: Oh, my Monty. Oh
4: man, that was a good one. Yeah. So this one has a very interesting history, and I love it because it's given me one of the best, one of several best movie theater experiences. So, um, what do you start? It's it's a movie directed by its star. Um, stars Johnny as a banker. And it became <laughs> just a phenomenon in the midnight screen. And the movie is The Room. Yes. And so it just, it's a masterpiece. If you... I don't know if you all ever experienced this movie with an audience. I have. It. Theater, of course. I would like to. It, it's, it's something. The stuff that people... It's like audience participation. It's just the stuff that happens with the movie, with the spoons and the cheering... And but the movie itself is just actually saw it before it blew up because Adult Swim used to run it, and it was so bizarre. Just and this dude, um, and actually meeting Tommy Wiseau is just is is an experience just like watching a movie. He had a whole three minute conversation with him. I remember exactly everything he said, but I couldn't tell you what he was talking about. But, <laughs> But no, the movie is just so bad in it's, its choices. Its characters show up unannounced, never seen again. Story beats are crazy. He's supposed to be a banker, and he's obviously doesn't know how the American banking system works. He's like, oh, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't cash the check because it was an out-of-state bank. <laughs> it's just stupid. But no, it's just so bizarrely bad. And Melissa brought up um, budgets. The movie has a $6 million budget. It's like three locations.
5: <laughs> yeah.
4: it's, it's the aforementioned room. <laughs> the title. The room. And it's just, it's bizarre dubbing. It's one scene. I'll send it to y'all. It's like he goes in a flower shop. It's just a bizarre conversation. They're like, oh, hello, <laughs> Like You're my favorite customer. Hi, Johnny. Bye-bye. You're my favorite customer. but it is such it's just a weird type of bad movie it's like all the stars aligned and just wow and yeah the room is a masterpiece of bad movie making and you
1: can't you can't fake that that's not like like oh me and sci-fi channel are gonna make Sharknado 5 and isn't it funny because it's bad haha like like this is like legit, like bad, like real bad. Like, like he yeah. thought he was making an Oscar-worthy picture. And <laughs> it's just, it's, it's bad movie perfection. Like,
4: and when it started it, to blow it, up, he, they kind of remarketed. He like this. um, Yep, they remarketed saying it was always meant to be funny, right? It's not. It obviously, <laughs> was, that's, that's where Rob
0: was Zombie, zombie it got it from.
4: Yeah, yeah. And Nick nice. said, Nick um, <laughs> asked me one time when I was speaking with. Tommy was old He said, "Does he?" Nick asked me, "Does he know that the movie itself is bad, like that's <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, "Like Nick, I don't know.
5: I honestly, <laughs> don't know. <laughs> no one knows." <laughs> Poor guy.
0: So, like, we can end the episode now because Eric takes the crown for the worst movie that he that we're gonna <laughs> like on
2: here. Like, uh, Joey compared the monsters. He said it was like a porn parody. I remember watching The Room for the first time and thinking this is like one of those Cinemax porn movies. Like I was like the whole vibe, like the way it would transition yep. from scene, it would show like the bridge and you'd have that music oh. and then the acting. Yeah, it was
1: playing, like, yep.
2: Sticking <laughs> straight to the script and not, you know, loosening up or anything. I remember thinking, I was like, this is like a like softcore porn without the porn.
5: Like this is <laughs> like if
2: you watch one of those and it was all plot. You'd be yeah. so pissed. Like you'd be like, this is so disappointing. And I was like, that's what <laughs> this. Oh like. my god. So but unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. it's exactly like if you watch that with that in mind, you're gonna be like, holy shit, this is this is what that is. Like the yeah. acting doesn't matter. Everybody is sticking to the script like verbatim. But it's usually so you can get to the next sex scene. It looks like ah, the, that's what the people want. And it's like, The Room is that.
4: It's just nothing the the time,
5: yeah. <laughs> it's But it's nothing funny that, that people spawned
4: everything that it has with um, Greg Sestero writing the book and then the movie coming out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. The movie coming out. Like, man. Have you guys seen The
3: Disaster Artist? I, I've yeah. seen that. I haven't wow. seen The
4: Room. Yeah. 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 The book is yeah.
1: fantastic. The, the movie is hilarious. I if really that room, like that yeah. Yeah, it, movie. It shines a, a pretty awesome light on it. And the, the saddest thing of out of all of it to me, like I love the room. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so <laughs> hilarious. Like every time I watch it, it just absolutely slays me. But um, it sucks that he's now self aware because we're never gonna get another yeah, never. movie like this. Like anything he's done since has always just been terrible, but not fun terrible because he's self aware that yeah he knows bad boy. funny movie right. So, like, this is was just the absolute perfect storm of the hubris of Tommy Wiseau and the t- his complete lack of talent, and yeah. somehow having seven million dollars to make it—it's
0: just—it's—it's
1: <laughs> it's bad movie perfection.
0: Wow. <laughs> Joey, what you got next?
1: Um, so my next one, uh, it, it, like Erica had pointed out earlier, was is a it's a canon film, another canon film. Um, I oh, saw in no. the movie theater with my entire family it was uh my birthday present for my whole family to go to the movie theater together and see uh break Two electric boogaloo is <laughs> one of my favorite bad movies of all time i've owned it on vhs i own it on dvd and blu-ray um and it's just bad shit insane uh if you've ever seen the first one the first one is bad and it's great i love it i love both these movies don't get it twisted i'm not making fun of them i, I legitimately love these movies but the first one is at least just a bad kind of like movie that you see every five minutes where the kids are dancing and then they, you know, overcome something. it's funny and it's poorly acted, but you know, it has a plot. Um, Breaking two is just batshit insane. Um, they made it seven months after the first one was released. So it came out yeah. the same year same and there's year. like oh, no wow. script. There's no script. It, it's literally, they have to save their um, teen center and they have to do it by raising money and that's just about <laughs> as much of the script as you get it, it there's um, no break dancing cures people's Ill- illnesses in it um the power of break dancing allows um turbo to dance on the ceiling of his apartment wow. like
4: it just yeah. it just
1: goes nuts
4: and it's it's joey let me so interrupt you right quick yeah horrible movie overall objectively right but you got to give credit filmmaking wise to that that room scene where he's dancing that is oh uh, yeah they took advantage of um because they took the rotating room from a nightmare on Elm Street yep. and yep. they got um
3: like inception
4: <laughs> yeah basically it's a great scene um uh, filmmaking wise it's probably the only good scene in a movie right Oh, I like when um, they go to the hospital, or oh yeah, um, when
1: <laughs> Ice Tea randomly shows up. Um, there's the part where Turbo falls down the stairs, turns into a stuntman three times his size, and then lands <laughs> at the bottom of the stairs as himself. Um, yeah,
4: there's, oh, no, there's a lot are of the great terrible, stuff. The terrible, the I mean, good, terrible scenes. But as yeah. far as just that dancing scene, and- oh, all, and even in the first one, the dancing yeah. is fantastic
1: because they legitimately they got legitimate breakers from like yeah, New York City and Los Angeles. Um, the guys that played ozone and turbo and electro rock, those guys yeah. were actual dancers. They weren't actors, which is part of the problem. Uh, but they actually could dance. So that was at least something, but yeah, it, it's just, it's so bad and it's so bad shit insane. And I just love it. And I love subjecting people to it. I like the <laughs> uh, idea that I made my my entire family go to the movies and see it. <laughs> I can only like fathom what my mom and dad were thinking as they sat there watching uh, break into electric Google. And it so. has its uh, place. sadly only twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. When it's in my heart, it's a hundred. So better than yeah, Saving Silverman. Like it's, it's
3: kind of famous as a great sequel title. I always hear people reference. Yeah, I'm right. oh,
4: just about to say that Melissa People is had it's got its place in pop culture. Like Kevin For sure. put it in. Um, right. Um, oh, what's the movie um, with um, uh, the really Not the religious movie, but Matt Dogma? Damon brought it up. Um, yeah, what's Dogma? that
3: movie? What's Dogma.
4: Yes, yeah, it's in Dogma, and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are talking about it. And you're like Ben, Ben Affleck to Matt, you like, yeah, you're the one that thought Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo would be the biggest box office hit of all time. And he's like, hey, <laughs> box office pending. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Good. laughs> <laughs> which uh, Which one of these movies was Van Damme in? The first no, one.
4: Dan was in the first one as an extra, right? Uncredit. Just in the background with a singlet on dancing, <laughs> dancing for no reason. No. Yeah, just like in um. But RIP to um ozone or Shabadoo right ozone um, right. recently passed away. And um, I don't know if um Bruno found Cone was in this movie. He was the villain in the, the first one, but he recently passed yeah. away too. He played on um, popping taco. And so, but now nah, it's. He yeah, was in so it briefly they're they're in it briefly in the second yeah. one but they team up at the end and dance to save miracles so. and they yeah. actually name the documentary one documentary about canon films is um, a play on a title Electric Boogaloo, right uh, I forget the name of it but um just look it up yes that's,
1: that's a good I mean, we,
4: we could just do canon films like all day I mean yeah.
1: the American ninja Quadrilogy I mean there there's just there's Ooh. so many great
4: terrible movies in there. <laughs> yeah,
0: so we got two canon movies on the list <laughs> Nick, what you got next? <laughs> no surprise
2: um, Like I said, like I made a list And most of my list is like movies That I think are good Or like when they came out I loved them that are just not generally Considered great Like I thought the 03 Hulk was good I still think it's good Whereas most people will be like, oh that movie sucks I'm like, no it doesn't suck It's actually as good as
0: the MCU <laughs> I think Ang Daredevil Lee was very ahead Affleck. of his time.
2: Yeah, like a little, at least a little. Like I was like, oh yeah, Ang Lee wanted to make like an artsy.
0: He made an art a
4: comic.
5: Yeah,
2: me, and you know? we just weren't ready for it. But I was like, no, this is cool. Like Daredevil with Ben Affleck at the time. Daredevil, Dare is like Daredevil to me is top five Marvel characters ever. So at the time, I couldn't even believe. Like we said, like we weren't. I was like, we, we have gotten nothing but Batman and Superman for like the last 20 years, and like we're getting <laughs> the Devil. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that it was happening. So the fact that it was as good as it was was like shocking to me. Like I was like, holy shit, that was great. And so and then now like people were like, oh, that was trash. I'm like, fuck you. Like I'm looking like, I'm like, maybe it wasn't <laughs> great.
5: Like fuck, it
2: was trash. But like one movie that the first time I saw it, I thought was like, genuinely great like it was like blew me away i was like holy shit that was an amazing follow-up that critically i think it's considered good but like critically it just didn't really deliver and like nobody really talks about it they're kind of talking about it more now with the release of top gun is uh tron legacy Mm. not considered a bad movie but I'm pretty I was sure. Really
1: hoping you were going to say Iron Eagle, but okay. I thought that's where you going too.
2: <laughs> I, I, but again, like, do I love I Iron Eagle? I say
3: Top Gun One.
2: <laughs> like Tom like, Legacy, I'm pretty sure it has like a negative Rotten Tomato, mm, and like
0: let's check that Tomato.
2: I'm pretty sure it's in like the 40s or 50s. Yeah, I need to look that.
4: That's amazing if it is, because I think this is. A- that-
2: bewilders me. But I remember yeah. like, that was like the rare movie that like, I've always liked Tron. I feel like most people like Tron, or it's at least kind of considered like a sci-fi classic, like it was like a
4: groundbreaker. I've always Whoa. thought it was like a really cool... Movie. It was 51 51% 51%. Right, Nick was right. Wow, you have
3: a good
2: that memory, Nick. Close my mind. 51? That's not even that yeah. low. But I'm like, you're telling me this isn't 98? Like, I remember <laughs> seeing the theater like I was like, holy fuck, that was such a good follow-up to Tron, and it was so dramatic, and I didn't need Tron is not a dramatic movie, but it, like, brought out, it, like, made it, it's kind of like Top Gun did, like, it took this movie and, like, added more dramatic stakes, and it, like, brought Jeff Bridges back, and, like, gave him an awesome performance, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. and the, the effects, like, blew me away, like, I was like, holy shit, look how far we've come in, like, 25 years, oh my god and then daft punk did the music and it's like the best soundtrack i had ever heard like this is so creative and so cool and so well directed and
5: mm-hmm.
2: and like i got home and like read a review for it and it was like eh. ass two and a half out of four like it was fine and i was like wait wow <laughs> like that was like a, what like we we saw the same movie and like to this day i still think it's like a great it's not something i've kind of been like well Actually it's not that great. Like I watched it maybe a year or two ago, like just out of boredom, and I was like, Yeah, that's still fucking fantastic.
5: Yeah.
4: It's maybe not. And cool you mentioned horror. Daft Punk, um, Nick. And seriously, I'm not even joking about this. Um, if Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross can be nominated and win an Oscar for the social network, at the very least, Daft Punk should be nominated. That should have yeah. been for that score. That's some it's amazing music. Everywhere.
2: I was like, dude, the Tron Legacy soundtrack should be Album of the year at the Grammy. Like, I was like telling everyone, I was like, this is the I'm coolest
3: thing now. You <laughs> convinced me. <laughs>
2: it's so cool. It's maybe not everyone's cup of tea, but like, not everybody likes like.
3: Electronica or,
2: or whatever. Sci fi bullshit. But like, if you can handle that, it's <laughs> so good. And like, Garrett Hedlund kind of took some shit. Like, he's kind of one of those guys where it was like. We talk about guys that they kind of tried to make a thing. Sam Worthington,
5: Taylor Cage
2: Guys, I thought he was fine in the movie. It wasn't really about him. Like he Olivia cuts. Wilde stole most of the show as her character, and then it was about Jeff Bridges. character It was about Neil Flynn, or what was his name? Yeah, that's right. Sam yeah. Flynn. Anyway. <laughs> Neil Flynn is someone else, Kevin Flynn. Sorry, but it was about him, and I, the, to me, like it just worked. Like you just watch a movie where it's like this is supposed to work this way, and it just hook, line, and sinker. Like I was like, wow, we. I wish I could have seen it in IMAX at the time.
5: Oh, it you didn't?
2: Uh, that wasn't really a thing over here yet.
4: Like. Oh, man. Because I mean, it's one of um, the earlier movies that they shot a lot in IMAX. IMAX yeah, cameras. I
2: don't know why that IMAX was literally in, in 2010. It was like 3D. Yeah. Like They would say Avatar didn't invent 3D. And I was like, well, no, but it was really one of the first movies to like, it was like they put it in theaters and they were like, you have to see this in 3D. Like, you have yeah. to do Yeah, it
3: opened open doors. Yeah. Friday the
0: 13th like, Part 3 invented 3D, sir. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: what?
0: Oh, no. Jaws 3. Yeah.
2: But like, not the fucking the red and the green. (laughs) God damn it! But anyway, I don't know. I probably could have picked something else that's like actually shitty. But like, that's one of those like I'm about to to do. He
3: he defends it. He defends it. You convinced me. I kind of want to see it now.
2: Like the fact that it has a rotten tomato was like wild to me, especially in hindsight. Like in time, the fact that more people didn't come around to it and be like, actually, this is like. Kind of a masterpiece. I'm like, are you shitting me?
3: Yeah, people love Jeff Bridges. I, I don't know what happened
2: there. Dude, that was like right after he won an Oscar too, so there was like yeah. a little bit of victory. So it was like Jeff Bridges returns in two roles, and I was like, <laughs> I was just hook lining. I don't know. It was great to me. All
3: right,
0: I think I'm going to defend some horror remakes. No. I, I enjoy I enjoy the Friday the 13th remake. I enjoy the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Nick wipe your face. I enjoy the first Rob Zombie Halloween remake to keep Rob Zombie running theme on this episode. I like him. I like I like Fast Jason. I like You like them to do what? I like him big and and, and faster <laughs> than normal fool. I like I like Michael Myers in that first movie. You don't need the backstory, but I didn't hate it. And then it's like the
2: best part of the movie, like that's what I was saying. I was like, the best part of Michael Myers is that you don't 100 percent know his backstory, but that is the best part of the Ram Zombie movie to me. So I'm like, what do I know? Like maybe I don't know.
0: And then like in the Nightmare movie when Freddy Krueger pops up on Katie Cassidy right before he kills her, I always jump. And if if I can jump watching a horror movie, I'm not gonna hate it.
4: I tell you this, which was a cool concept, and I'm glad they used for that, is the, the micro naps. Yeah. And that uh, he was haunting them by that. That was a cool concept. I was there to play with that a little more, but it's still a shitty movie. But yeah, it was. Um...
2: <laughs> That's not great. I don't hate them. I don't really hate any of them.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Randy, you know where they filmed so, that nightmare in Elm Street?
0: Not in Chicago?
4: They did. They go, filmed a little bit of it. Go in away. In the, um, the suburb. Yeah. Go
0: Go look it up, buddy. Go away. Springwood or whatever is supposed to be in Ohio. Yes.
4: (laughs) But now which one do you like the most? Which one you had to get rid of? Keep one. Between Um, that Halloween, those remakes Friday and Freddy.
0: Probably Halloween. Oh,
4: really? (laughs) Interesting.
0: I think so.
2: I think the best of those slasher remakes was uh the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Like I thought it was like good. Especially when it came out, like at the time, I was like it's like actually scary, like you said. Like it was effective. It's not bad, by definition. (laughs) By the time Nightmare on Elm Street came out, I was like twenty, twenty one and had seen the original a billion times. And so I was already a little too jaded. Like I was like I went in being like this, this is not going to be it. This is not going to be as good as. And I was right.
4: Yeah. So is there. that an official pick for you, Nick? Do what? Is that an official pick for you? The Texas like, Chainsaw?
2: Yeah, I was like, all those like really unnecessary remakes that they insisted on churning out in the 2000s, that was probably the insisted. best. They were like insistent. They were like, I hope you want me to ruin this thing that you've loved for 30 years.
0: Thanks a lot, Michael Bay. Here's The Hitcher. I'm like, who
2: wanted this? Like, who wanted the remake of The Hitcher? But, you know, I don't think any of them were like god awful, though. Like, I think there's worse Jason movies than the remake. Had the remake come out when I was younger, I probably would have liked it more. Like, I thought Jason X was the shit when I was 12 so if the remake had come out when I was 12 and Jason X had come out when I was like
4: 20 I'd have been like this remake is mm-hmm. great
2: Jason X established
4: I know it's interesting those remakes the Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th um, there's an actor that's in both of them
0: and gets killed <laughs> by, uh, Aaron yeah. Yu and his Nightmare
2: yep. death is so it's nonsense.
0: Connected universe. Hey, Nick. Nick.
4: Why is it nonsense?
2: It's nonsense. I'll tell you why. Because it's like it's like a live stream type of deal. It's not even a live stream. It's like a video that it gets posted online of him trying to stay awake.
4: I was gonna bring this up.
2: In the video, he falls asleep and gets killed, like by Freddy Krueger. Like he gets killed by nothing, like right on the video. And the video ends. Yeah.
5: And hey, like, before his mom called Ooh, the cops, she it.
0: clicked <laughs> upload. Oh, he went, what?
2: oh shit, oh, and like hit the button. No, it doesn't happen. It's, non- it's nonsense. It's nonsense.
4: So, so I thought I was the only one who like, oh. Uh, and yeah, then he gets a screwdriver to the throat or something. Freddy, yeah. I mean that Freddy, um, Jason.
2: I don't hate the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. It was directed by Samuel Bayer, who used to direct a lot of music videos. Like, he did the Smells Like Teen Spirit music video. Wow. He used to do a lot of videos yeah. for uh, Green Day. like So it's very stylish. Like, when I watch it, I'm like, yeah, this is ve- – it's got, like, a style. But I just think, like, I don't know. I remember initially thinking it was weird that he was supposed to be a child molester and not a child killer. But then it was implied through, like, half the movie that maybe he was innocent.
4: Innocent, yeah. I was
2: like, interesting take. But then it turns out he wasn't innocent. I'm like, oh, so he just diddled these kids, and now he's trying to kill it. like
4: oh, much
2: worse than it was 20 minutes <laughs> ago. I'm like, it's yeah, a cop why? out. They
4: really should have could have made yeah. it more intriguing if he was.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. Like now he's pissed because he died, so now he's gonna kill him. That's more intriguing to me than just I'm back. I'm back to fuck with him some more. And it's like, no, that's gross. It's gross. Jason didn't do that.
0: <laughs> he had morals. Oh
4: man.
0: He's a hockey fan. Um probably got time to get one more in from everybody. Melissa, Ooh. what you got?
3: Um I want to defend the genre that <laughs> a genre that critics seem to hate. I call it buddy comedies or cop Ooh. comedies or, or even interracial buddy cop movies. I love all of them bad boys is a five-star movie give me a fucking break um tommy boy is a five-star movie and then there's ones that i don't think are as good but i still like nick will agree with me get hard <laughs>
5: right there's so many movies
3: like that blue streak is a fucking good movie yeah. but again anything Martin right. Lawrence, anything martin lawrence anything eddie murphy in the 2000s uh, Bad Company, Ice 5 Randy introduced me to Bad Company uh, uh, That's a Chris Rock movie Again, any Chris Rock oh, movie biggest 36% that, That's a 5 star movie Anything of those oh. black comedians in the 2000s Love all those movies Oh that's hate <laughs> Yeah. We, we, uh,
2: I posted Nothing to Lose the other day For it's anniversary
3: oh, yeah. And I got a few
2: people saying like, I think that movie's is hysterically yeah. funny And it's not critically acclaimed
0: Please that's another don't one kill one me like Freaky about. Jason
5: uh,
3: how there's there's so 36%. many. There's so That's many. Of those. Um. Yeah. All of the Norm Macdonald movies. Okay. Again, I don't think those are good, but I still like them. But so. Does? Yeah, Dirty Work and Screwed. I mean, anyone who grew up at that time likes those
5: movies. Yeah. Wow. Dirt, Dirty I was Work scared. is a classic.
0: No, to sell.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but
2: Like Dick- Dave. Alan Bruce, uh, Blue Streak.
3: That's just racism. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's
0: something. How,
3: how can you watch Blue Streak and not start laughing immediately? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he took the my shoelace and told me I couldn't read good.
3: Yeah, it's a stylish movie. It, it yeah, nothing, nothing
5: wrong.
4: I mean, there was this video that was trending. with a little now, Blue Streak came out 1999 99. September. There's a video of um, this little like ten year old boy doing
0: the pizza delivery
3: man <laughs> yeah. and like
4: wow that's amazing
0: put your hands on the oodles and noodles
3: I'm telling you it's, it's it's just it's just like I know Eddie had some bad hits around that time Pluto Nash yeah. or whatever but he had some good movies in there I like Showtime Life,
5: Bowfinger Th-
3: I, I like those movies so uh, you know not everything he did was shit but people just did a huge paintbrush. everything he did
4: yeah. was shit big old it,
3: yeah. it
2: was Ben Affleck, too. Like I said, not say, like, 2003, 2004, everything Ben Affleck did, they were, like, trash, oh, trash. Oh, I was like, is Jersey Girl really that bad compared to... Or are you just remembering Gigli and being like, yes, it was all horrible? I like, Jersey Girl yeah. was fun; It just wasn't great. It wasn't bad compared to something horrible. But, yeah, Showtime is very funny with Eddie Murphy. Nobody yeah, ever. That's a it.
3: good movie. Rene Russo, I mean...
5: That's a good yeah. movie, people
3: need to give these movies a the second chance, but hey if if they're not accessible, then
5: it's never gonna happen right
2: I don't know. Ooh. I remember thinking uh big Mama's house when it came out was like genuinely hysterically funny, and I watched it like kind of recently. It's not that good a movie. It's Uh-oh. So bad. <laughs> It's, it's been like no, you know what?
3: Movie. You're right. That's probably what made everyone discount all those Martin movies, but some yeah, of them are so good, you know?
2: Like, yeah. Blue Streak is genuinely like hilarious. Like, yeah.
3: Yes.
2: Everything Dave Chappelle says in Blue Streak is funny. Like, <laughs> cut my lips off, kiss my ass with them shits. Like, <laughs> that's his thing. like, especially to like a nine, ten year
0: old. Like, I'm like. <laughs>
3: That That's right, it blew our minds yeah. It definitely blew our
0: <laughs> minds Yeah Eric, what you got next? Alright, I'm going back to the 80s
4: <laughs> So this movie is uh, Now, if you all don't know who Dean Cundy is The cinematographer, Google him right quick And he did the cinematography for this cheesy uh, 80s fight action movie Starring Patrick Swayze, <laughs> called Roadhouse. That's so, not positive. Tomato.
0: Thirty-seven
4: percent. Really? What? Yeah. It's, um. Next favorite actor. Next <laughs> favorite actor, Sam
0: Elliott. A lot of selective <laughs> hating out here.
2: Roadhouse yeah. is
4: like it's classic. I guess that does go- What I
3: thought. That's what I thought. Yeah.
0: But
4: uh, man, this movie—some uh, of the best one-liners ever—and like the bad guys coming up to the club, like we can't get in. Like, um, they're like no. I'm like, what are these other people doing? Like, they're drinking, and having a good time. And then he kicks at him. He's like, I want to have a good time too. And he tries to hit him. Like, you're too stupid to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah,
3: I, I always hear about
2: this movie. Yo, it. Oh, play you play should
4: definitely—it's it's
3: something it crazy, yeah. violent. I, I don't know if I'll be able to handle
0: this episode. Is why my tombstone yeah. will say "fuck Rotten Tomatoes." Minor, yeah.
4: I used minor to spoil Melissa. Go um,
3: ahead, go ahead.
4: Minor spoiler: Patrick Swayze is fighting a guy, and it's a beautifully shot. Like I said, Ding cundy Look him up, and you'll see he did the cinematography you got for this movie. He's fighting the bad guy. Bad guy gets him a chokehold. Like, I used to F gas like you in prison. And then, <laughs> oh my God. and then Patrick Swayze, yeah, uh, he takes his throat, rips his throat out. And, yes,
3: ah, that's what I've heard about. I heard something crazy like that happen in this
4: movie. So uh, That wasn't bad enough. After his throat is ripped out, Patrick Swayze spins around and does a spin kick, kicks him in the water, and, <laughs> and yells, no! no! Not the yelling part. But.
0: When does the uh, Ronda really Rousey remake come that. out? What's that? When does the Ronda Rousey remake come out? I hope uh, never.
3: That's actually Me in too. the it was,
0: it was rumored like five years it. ago. Yeah, it's not happening now. Good. No.
3: I, I, I watch a lot of cult movie docs and read a lot of cult movie books. So, like, yeah, these movies, I know about so many without even watching them because people yeah. do love Roadhouse and movies I mean, like
4: that. there's a Blu-ray out there somewhere with a commentary from Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier because they love this movie so much. <laughs> And it's fantastic. And this movie is fantastic, like I said. And just in case y'all didn't look up, I mentioned this for the last time. This movie is cheesy as ever, but it's so entertaining and funny. So Dane Cundy is the cinematographer for Halloween, the thing, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park.
3: Wow.
4: Somehow resume. the houses in the middle. <laughs>
3: Rod- 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 obviously.
2: Did you really Film those dinosaurs?
3: <laughs> nice,
4: um, but yeah, Roadhouse. If you don't have it, buy it, watch it, rent it. Nah, I, I love Roadhouse
5: I don't know <laughs> I if I can tell
4: I kind of. thought it's not- Roadhouse a shitty
2: when I was younger? I was, I but I in my head, this is kind of before Rotten Tomatoes. I was just kind of thought it was a classic. Like I was like, yeah. dude, everybody loves Roadhouse. Yeah, but I remember watching it when I was but younger. Like, do. I'm being like, this kind of sucks. Like, this is kind of <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and then coming around to it as older, like, oh, it's just over the top. It's so fun. How could you not love this? So, yeah, hearing that it's actually not, like, beloved universally is, like, weird to me now. Because it was like I yeah. had to come around on it. I should have just.
3: Yeah.
4: And that's mostly by the critics because everybody was seeing it. This has yeah, a in played to their hearts. Oh. Joey, what and he you got? I
3: always like, what are you expecting? Like, Million Dollar Baby? Not every movie is going to be. No, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> It's a movie about a bouncer at a, at a crappy uh, barn club or
5: something.
2: Yeah, like the poster is just like him. It's always him like with his arms folded. Yeah, with his arms folded. Like the poster is like all you like need to know. To know. I'm about his way or the highway.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like that's the movie. Like if you yeah. are intrigued by that poster, you're going to like the movie.
4: And Sam Elliott has been like 50 years old for the last 80 years. <laughs>
3: No, I know <laughs> He looks the same, right, as Lebowski Tom. Yeah, and this is
0: an 89 and He looked like he was 62 <laughs> Yeah, he
3: always looked like that
0: again That's so uh, funny Joey, what you got?
1: Wow, I mean, that was the 80s, right? You could make movies about bouncers And arm wrestling <laughs> and, Over uh, the top Anything you, know? Over like, the anything top. you want Over you 80s
5: movies. Lots of cocaine um,
1: Right. Uh, You know, mine again, I'm going to age myself a little bit and it only aired once uh, on TV and the band Mm. that was in this movie hated it so much that you were not allowed to speak of it in their presence or you would be fired if you worked for them. And anyone that worked for them was not allowed to speak about the movie. It's never been released on uh, any format after VHS. And even when it was on VHS, it was only in foreign countries. And that is Kiss. Meets the Phantom of the Park. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen this movie. No. I haven't seen it, but heard of it. It, yeah. it was uh, it, it's it was made by Hanna Barbera, who makes uh, cartoons, <laughs> and nice. so all all the sound effects are all from like Flintstones mm-hmm. and Jetsons and stuff like. that. You can recognize them right away. Um, basically, Kiss is going to play a concert at a amusement park, and the guy who builds the animatronics is mad that the shine is being taken off the rides because everyone just wants to see kiss in concert and so he decides to make the animatronics uh, attack kiss and kill them and this yeah. didn't win
5: any
0: oscars
1: horrendous and it, i mean it's amazing it's so funny and it's so bad um <laughs> that's so cool. awesome Ace Freely the guitar player just refused to learn any of the lines like he just didn't want to be in the movie but he was just doing it cuz whatever he refused to learn his lines so when it was his time to speak in the movie he would just bark or make weird sounds and they left Ow. that in the movie yep yep and then uh, Peter Chris really... yeah, Peter Chris was so drunk uh and under the influence of drugs that he couldn't his all his dialogue was unusable so they redubbed all his dialogue with some oh random God. person reading all his lines Ow to this this is amazing if the internet will provide if you need to see it maybe um, youtube or
3: something it's probably on youtube right
1: the the internet will provide but man they fight like robot werewolves um you know it it's just insane it's legitimately batshit insane and it's so bad and just the thought of like families like gathering around the tv in 1978 because there's like four channels at that time so what are you gonna do i mean one of them is now taken up by two hours of kiss fighting, uh, Frankenstein robots. It's, <laughs> it, it's just amazing. I just love the fact that it's like practically, it's not lost media because it's out there, but like the band just will not acknowledge it. They won't <laughs> let, it, let it be released. You can't get it anywhere unless you bootleg it. it and it's so bad. It's, just, it, it sounds bad. It's worse than it sounds. <laughs> it's, it's legitimately worse than it sounds. We, we covered it on our show. I forced my yeah. co-hosts to watch it um it, it it's just insane even just the backstory of it the, the oh, fact wow. that ace would just would not speak other than barking and making noises for the entire movie and they just so left oh them the I'm clips surprised on the movie it. yeah, yeah. D- it's out there jump on the internet you can find it but man is it bad it is bad but it's great it's so funny <laughs> um it, there's like explosions and the story makes no sense um Yeah, that's great. Kiss meets Phantom of the Park. That's my my number three pick.
0: That's the one. Nice. Nick, five minutes, man. Close us out. Uh, That's actually
2: uh, another one that I had on my list to like segue from that was uh, the movie Detroit Rock City from the late 90s. Again, it might just be because I was young, but like when I watched it, I was like, this is the this is cinema. Like, this is so funny. And to me, it's weird that it's like not. A class, it's not even really like a cult classic like maybe it is but no. like people don't really talk about it like
1: yeah no one no way. one talks about that movie yeah. wasn't Edward Furlong
2: in that?
5: yeah, yeah it's
2: like Edward uh, Furlong i this one started. but yeah it's, it's kind of like a raunchier nah not really I was going to compare it to like Almost Famous but it's really not like Almost Famous but it's kind of like that if that were like a raunchy road trip like comedy yeah but it's so funny. It's, 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 it's so funny. Like the story, like you get invested in the characters and the story, they're trying to get to this kiss concert and they're supposed to go, they have tickets and like the drummer's mom is like real religious and she won't let him go. So they steal a car and like, they try to go and they keep hitting obstacles on the way. And then they have to split up and then they try to get their tickets. And like one of them has to go, he goes to like a male strip club and like, ends up dancing and the other one tries to rob a <laughs> liquor store and it's like it's hilarious and i don't get why it's not a classic
5: yeah. so it's you're the only one
4: that's seen it right
2: am i am i i guess yeah, yep. yeah i've
4: seen it yeah
1: i've seen uh, it, it's yeah, I've seen seen it like you said it like came and went like i watched it once and then that was that
2: was the end of it you know? <laughs> yeah it might just be because i was so young i was maybe like 10 shouldn't have been watching it in the first place, but we used to read everything. My parents just yeah. didn't really care. I so those those the are the type of
1: movies those imprint yeah. on you. You know, like, I, I love the that. movie Once Bitten. I don't know if you've ever seen Once Bitten. Once Bitten. Yeah. It's like a Jim Carrey's vampire. Uh, it's horrible. It's horrible, but I saw it when I was a, I think I saw it when
3: I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, I think it's very entertaining, yeah. I totally gonna. get why people would like it, I guess. And, like, the, I can't believe people don't talk about the dance scene more. You know, i wish. I finally saw it for the first time I think a couple Halloweens ago and I was like this is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And no, I, I was I posted the the dance montage like I can't believe Jim Carrey did that like that's crazy. Yeah. That's one I of the it's, craziest. It's
2: like movies. yeah, it's like in the vein of like Teen Wolf and stuff like that. Like yeah. they were just I don't think it's horrible. It's just not Well,
3: as... there's the elements teen... that I would say are yeah. yeah. Very yeah. questionable today. Oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: You'd have to rule out like eighty five percent of all films.
0: Like, well we can't do that. You couldn't watch teamwork. Couldn't do it. Alright. Well I'm gonna close this out, come back, wrap it up. Joey at So Wizard Podcast, man. I appreciate you joining in with us. Thank you for having me. I love it. My <laughs> last pick was uh was how high. Funny, quotable as hell, twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I love that shit. Um it's rec League podcast, man. Yo. Yo, 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 waiting patiently, but can't trust y'all, talking to the agency, those who don't live it how they spit it lame to me, I'm back now, cause I took a week off, and y'all know my dog spit it, so it wasn't no weak sauce, where I live, man, it's hotter than dragon breath, who executes the action best, I shoot two to the head, once tagged the chest, I heard you motherfuckers, and you all trash it best, who can I laugh at next, go ahead, spit for me, rapping mid-verse, having epiphany, I could rap next to a symphony, and spit spit it exquisitely, every line acclaimed critically, only verses better than mine come from he regarded biblically, ask about me, do the research, you smart if you inquire, Martian Manhunter avoid my bars cause I always spit fire, motherfuckers think they can walk in your shoes but it's rare that they ready, when that glass crash you either Steve Austin or you Marty Janetti. trying to slight me lyrically just proves you on some hater shit, talk about your levels and then back out like it's Seinfeld
5: and Kramer's crib, and chill,